0: Hello. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Collide Kids Podcast, hosted by Kristen Clark. This is a show for kids and families.
1: You are going to meet new people and have fun while you listen. Let's do it! y'all. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Collide Kids podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Clark. The Collide Kids podcast is a show for kids and families where we learn together how life and faith collide. I am so happy to have you listening today. Thanks for tuning in each week and enjoying this time together with me. If you're brand new, I just want to say welcome. Don't forget to listen to the end of every episode. That's where we have the kids only segment where kids just like you get to be on the podcast. Well, last week we learned all About celebrating Hanukkah, and that was so amazing to learn about. And today we're going to continue our celebration by learning about Advent. You know, I have a chocolate Advent calendar, and we also recently received one all about Disney books. So I'm excited to dive into those, but really, the Advent season is all about preparing our hearts for Christ's coming, right? It's that moment that we need to reflect to focus on. The joy of Jesus coming to this earth. And so I'm really excited today to learn more about Advent from our guest. Her name is Sarah Dahl. She is a writer, mom, and the creator and host of We Wonder, a contemplative scripture podcast for children and grown-ups who remember that we are God's children too. She lives in San Francisco, California with her husband, two children, and a very elderly cat. I'm really excited for us to learn together about Advent. So here is my conversation conversation with Sarah Dahl. Sarah Dahl, thank you so much for being on the Collide Kids podcast today. I'm delighted to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Well, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Will you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do?
0: Of course. Um, I'm Sarah Dahl and I live in San Francisco, California with my family. Um my husband and my daughters in high school, my son is in 6th grade. We have a 20-year-old cat who is very dear to all of us and wow, hanging in there. Yep. Um I in addition to many other things am the creator and the host of We Wonder, which is a contemplative scripture podcast for children and also for grownups because we are God's children too. And we also need to sit and listen and wonder because um, that's what Jesus tells us is we need to become like children. So we have, um, usually our seasons are tied to the church year. Uh, We did just have a back to school season, which isn't a church season, but it's one we all live through. (laughs) And then we have a new season coming up um, starting in Advent. And we usually listen to passages of scripture and then, spend some quiet time just wondering about them and talking to God about what we've heard. Oh, I
1: love that. That's so good. And I love talking to another kid's podcaster. That's so fun. (laughs) We have that in common. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, we're going to have a lot of fun today, I'm sure. So before we get started, you know, since this is also a podcast for kids, we always like to start out with a joke. So do you have a fun joke you want to share with us today? I
0: do. I do. Um, What do you do if you are addicted to seaweed?
1: If you're addicted to seaweed, I don't know.
0: Seek help. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. That one, my father liked to send my kids jokes over, he texts them to them or sends them emails. And that one, um, when my daughter told it to us after her grandpa sent it to us, we were like, that's so bad. You have to go do the dishes now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that one. That's a good one. Seek help. (laughs) Very good. Okay. Well, I love it. So let's talk about um, let's talk about Advent because, so for me, just to give you my history on Advent is I was not very familiar with it because the church I grew up in, I grew up in a, in a Christian home in a Christian church, but we didn't really observe the church calendar, the church seasons. And so I might've heard about it in passing, but I wasn't very familiar with what Advent was until just recently. So I'd love to hear you kind of explain that for people that might not even be aware of it or understand what it actually is.
0: Yeah, it is. So Advent is actually, the word Advent um, is a very very old word, and it actually means um, coming or arrival. So it's a season of time in which we are getting ready for or looking for um, someone's coming or someone's arrival. And um, in the early church, actually, Advent was something like seven weeks long. It was really long. Um, and it was even traditionally a season where people, it was almost like Lent, like another Lent where people would fast and kind of strip things away. It would be kind of a somber time because you were getting ready for, or waiting for the coming of Jesus and thinking about all of the reasons we needed Jesus Mm. to come into the world and also connecting back with, um, all the old Testament characters who were waiting for God to come and save. Um, for those of us now in, you know, Western churches in the 21st century, it's usually it's four weeks. Um, so for the four Sundays before Christmas are the four Sundays of Advent. Um, some churches, you'll have an Advent wreath and people will light, you know, a candle each week and have a reading. Um, and it's traditionally, yeah, a season where we look back and remember the history of god's people waiting for god to come and save and for god to send the messiah and it's also a season when we look forward because jesus has come once but he's also going to come again and we're waiting for him to come and make everything new and everything right so we're also we're getting ready for christmas and we're waiting to celebrate his first coming and we're also taking a hard look at the world and at ourselves and thinking about what do we need him to come and make new and getting ourselves ready for him to come and be with us again.
1: I love that because I think we associate so much with Christmas with just those couple of days around Christmas, but this is really a way to reflect not just on what presents you're going to get and all the shopping you need to get done Mm -hmm. and all the food and all that. It's really focusing your heart on what's about to happen. Why do you think it's so important for us to do that as a family? Because like you said, a lot of churches do this. What, mm-hmm. are, what are some benefits of doing this together as a family?
0: Oh gosh. Um, I mean, I think it, what we do at home day in and day out is really what shapes us, right? Most of us are in church you know, maybe an hour, an hour and a half a week, maybe we have a midweek service too, but it's just a tiny little slice of our life. Whereas we're at home every day. And so really the practice of waiting together, we can help each other, we can encourage each other. Um, and I think it, it helps build sort of a family culture. I think it's also hard um, because it's not for most of us, when we walk out of our doors, um, you know, we're going into Target and it's already playing Mariah Carey, which I love. I love All I Want for Christmas is You. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I love it. Nothing wrong with it. Um, but there's not much around us that is helping us slow down, pause, reflect, wait, get ready. Yeah. Um, and so just... Doing it at home together can really help us encourage each other in that practice. I think
1: I love that. Yeah, and and even if your church doesn't observe Advent at church, you could still do this at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about what your podcast is going to do regarding Advent this season.
0: Yeah, so we are actually bringing back um, something that we did two years ago because um, it's a wonderful tradition. It's called the Jesse Tree. And um, some people, you know, may be familiar with that. Some people maybe aren't. I had never heard of it until I grew up. Um, It was not something I did at all or experienced growing up. But um, the idea of the Jesse tree, if you're ever traveling in Europe, for instance, and you go into a really old church, you may see a carving on the wall of um, a tree with lots of symbols on it. And some of the symbols may be familiar and some may be strange. And it's a way back, you know, before everyone could read the Bible for themselves that um, artists and people in churches would teach about sort of the history of God's people leading up to Jesus. So there's the um, passage in Isaiah where the prophet talks about um, a root will spring up from the stump of Jesse. And the idea is, you know, Jesus is the descendant of King David. He's the descendant of Jesse, and there's a whole story leading up to him. And so what the Jesse tree is, is it is a um, series of stories about God's people from creation all the way to when Jesus is born. So we hear stories, you know, about creation. We hear stories about the fall and what went wrong. We hear about Noah, Abraham, Jacob, Ruth, Esther, Jonah, all of, the, all of the stories of people who were faithfully waiting for Jesus to come. So it's a fun way to get to know those stories, to find ourselves in those stories, and also let those people teach us how to wait for God.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it would get pretty exhausting to just read the passages about Jesus' birth over and over again until, <laughs> until <laughs> Christmas yeah. comes. So the idea of going into the Old Testament and going into other stories in the Bible where people are anticipating his coming, just like we would be doing in this season. What, mm-hmm. were, what are some of the stories that stood out to you that just surprised you or, or stories that really spoke to your heart about Jesus coming?
0: Yeah, I think one of my favorites and that really struck me again going through it this year is the story of Ruth. Um, Because she is someone who almost shouldn't have been in the story. Hmm. She was not born into God's family. She was not born into Israel. She married an Israelite. He died. She had the chance to go home and go back to her parents. And instead she went and she lived with her mother-in-law and It wasn't just that she just loved Naomi and wanted to take care of her. That was a big part of it. But she was really kind of throwing her lot in with Israel's God. She was saying, this is the place I think I will go and be protected. I could go back to my parents, but this is actually the family, the community, the story that I'm going to join and I'm going to trust for protection there. And God is faithful to her. He, Boaz comes and is kind to her, allows her to gather her grain. They get married and she winds up being King David's grandmother. Yeah. And she's one of the three women that are mentioned in one of Jesus's genealogies in the book of Matthew. And I just, I love that story that it's not just the people that we expect or that we think God chose who are waiting and longing for God. Yeah. everyone is, and that anyone who puts themselves in his protection, he's faithful to. And that story just really moved me this year.
1: Yeah. I mean, one of the things I love about reading the Bible is discovering these characters who were so pivotal to the story of God, to the whole, like they're so, you know, like, like David and Ruth and Jonah, all the people that you've talked about. And they all made huge mistakes. (laughs) They all messed up a lot and they were not perfect. And they, Mm -hmm. like you said, Ruth didn't belong. Like there are so many things about them that I think we just think like all these people in the Bible were just so faithful to God and so, you know, knew everything about the scriptures, but they didn't. They really messed up a lot. It's so much hope for us, right?
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh, I know. I love the Old Testament for that reason. It's really about God's faithfulness. It's not about, I mean, Jonah was he was a hot mess. He's one of my favorites. (laughs) He just looked at God and said, no, I am not going to do what you told me. Right, And then he gets mad at God at the end of the story. And the whole story is about God's faithfulness, even through him and despite him. And I love it.
1: (laughs) Yes, me too. That's so good. Um, Okay. So tell us about how a family, like, so let's say a family decides they want to observe Advent this year as a family, what should they do? I know there's lots of like the chocolate calendars and things like that out there at the stores. So what would you suggest as a good way for families to start this tradition?
0: Yeah. Well, so the first thing I would say is don't put pressure on yourself. Like my, our church family actually does the Jesse tree every year. I am a podcaster who does the Jesse tree. My family has never made it all the way through the Jesse tree <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over the course of probably 10 years, we've covered all the stories at least once together. We haven't ever done it all in one year and that's okay. So don't, don't put pressure on yourself to do it perfectly or to get it right would be the most important thing. Um, we wonder is, is really easy. You can listen to it together. Each episode is not more than 15 minutes. So they're pretty short. um, And it's just a nice, you can do it in the car. You can do it after dinner. There are these beautiful symbols that we'll be putting up, um, both on the website and on my Instagram page that have, they were created by a friend of mine who's a wonderful artist. And so you can just look at the symbol. And even if you don't have time to listen or read the story, you can just remember what you can remember about it and talk about it. Um, a thing we do in my family to kind of make it easy because December can be really busy is, um, I actually have a basket of Advent books. Um, my kids are older now. They're mostly picture books. I still pull them out every year and I just kind of leave them around the house to make it easy to just, Oh, here's this picture book that I used to love when I was five. And
1: that's a good idea.
0: Pick it up and look through it. Um, We have music that we play every year that we just, just those little cues to just remind us what time it is. Um, And I would say, yeah, do what you can to make it easy to just pause a little bit every day. We'll be right back after this.
1: You know, raising kids in the digital age isn't easy, but Bark Technology makes products that help parents keep their kids safe online and in real life. They have an app, a phone, and a home device that lets families set parental controls on their internet-connected devices. I love the app because it helps us manage screen time and blocks websites and apps we want our kids to avoid. It also sends alerts and gives us the ability to monitor texts and social media and even track your child's location. Visit Bark.us to learn more about how you can keep your kids safe online. Use the code CollideKids to get 15% off your subscription of the Bark app. That's good. Uh, and I like that your focus is to wonder. What do, what do you think it means to wonder when it comes to thinking about scripture or thinking about God? How do we wonder?
0: Mm, that's such a good question. I like to think about it this way The Bible is not really a book of information, it's not a textbook. It's a collection of all different kinds of things, right? There's stories, there's poems, there's songs, there's letters, and they're all different. And all of them are there to point us to meet God. And it's an old book. It was written a long time ago in a different place. There are parts of it that sometimes can be hard to understand. And so if we can come to it saying, God, this book is the gift you've given us as a place to meet you. Help me do that, whatever it looks like in this part that I'm reading today. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's the beginning of wonder as opposed to sitting down with it and being like, what can I learn? What can I learn? But saying, no, I want to meet someone in these words. This is what he has given me as a gift to meet him. And I think it also means um, being okay when it's hard to understand or there are things that maybe bother us and just taking those and talking to God about it and saying, you gave me this book. I'm having trouble with it. Can you help? Um, And I think God is faithful in that.
1: Absolutely. I mean, he can handle our anger. He can handle our sadness. He can handle our confusion. He, yep. We don't have to always go to God just with happiness and joy in our hearts. Sometimes we need, might need to go to God and let him know that we're frustrated or let him know that we're, you know, struggling with something. So that's such a good reminder to just meet him there, wherever you are in that.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, he, we have it because it is the book he wanted us to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if that's the case, he wants us to grapple with it and look for him in it. And that takes curiosity. I think it takes just a willingness to open ourselves up a bit and wonder, especially because he's so much bigger than the book too. It's true. And
1: I am always amazed at some of the stories in the Bible. Like I always tell my friends and, and family, the Bible is spicy. Like there's some stuff in there that you're like, wow, that really happened. Like mm-hmm. it, there's adventure and excitement and, and all kinds of things that you just, so I it, mm-hmm. I definitely think the Bible is a place to wonder because there's so much there. It's not boring at all. <laughs>
0: nope. Oh no. Oh no, it's, it's one. And that's why you can read it over and over and over again. It doesn't get old. There's always more to find. What you read when you're 10 is going to be different to you than when you're 15, than when you're 30, than when you're 50. You can always come back to it and find new, new things in it.
1: That is so true. Uh, yeah. I love that. Um, I do want to know how you got started in your podcast. So what, what's the story of how you started the We Wonder podcast?
0: Yeah. Um well I actually worked for 3 years at our church um writing a our children's curriculum. And um it was similar to I don't know if you're familiar if people are who are listening are familiar with something called godly play. It's a it's a children's curriculum that is very hands-on where you do a lot of wondering and you hear the Bible stories um, with, there are these beautiful little wooden figurines that you use to tell the story. And we wanted to use that format, but tell more stories. So I wrote the curriculum that our church uses now. And one of the things that I did while we were, um, while I was working on that was write a Jesse tree devotional for families in our church to use. And, um, I really liked it. I think people at our church really liked it. And I thought, wow, this would be fun to share with more people. I could do a podcast <laughs> <laughs> as one does. Yeah. And, um, I love telling stories. I love reading the Bible. I love talking about the Bible. Um, I learned really quickly, as I'm sure you know, that what works on the page doesn't always work out loud in your ears and yes. so I had to take what I had written for our church and um, yeah, just build it out. And um, so that if you go to city church and you do the Jesse tree devotional that we have, the stories are the same as we do on we wonder. But if you listen to, we wonder, there's more there. Okay. I go into more detail and yeah,
1: so that's how it got started. That's awesome. And how long have you been doing your podcast?
0: since December, 2019, our first season was in 2019.
1: Oh, very cool. Well, this, this is really awesome. I love, I love learning about this stuff. And I think as we grow and as we learn more about Advent, I think we're going to get a lot out of it this season if we just take the time to wonder. So I appreciate you sharing all of this with us. What's something, um, what's one thing that you're hoping to Um, enjoy or some tradition that you're excited about for this Christmas season?
0: Hmm. I am excited for, so my family just moved into a new house. So I'm excited to, um, I use the same Christmas, I mean, like most of us, right? The same Christmas decorations every year. I'm excited to find new places for them. Yeah. And every year I bake Um, they're called Swedish tea rings. It's a recipe I got from my mother-in-law. They are delicious. It's, a um, kind of an enriched sweet bread, yeast bread with pecans, cinnamon, and brown sugar in the middle. (laughs) And you roll it up and you bake it. And so every year I bake a bunch of those and we deliver them to friends around the city. Um, so I always get really excited to do that and to eat them. Um, that's part of our getting ready process here.
1: That's awesome. That sounds delicious. And you're so good. Are they hard
0: to make? Are they pretty easy? No, they're really, (laughs) you just have to let the dough sit overnight, but it's not a hard thing to make. You don't have to be a pro baker at all.
1: That's awesome. Well, hopefully you'll share that recipe. I love that. Um, I love new things to try to bake. So I'll have to find out about those. Well, thank you so much for sharing today. I mean, i 'm more excited about Christmas than I was before so i'm excited to learn and grow and and our family um, we have an advent calendar and then our church is giving us um, kind of like different things that we can do together as a family each day so I think adding your podcast to that um, tradition is going to be really helpful for a lot of people so i'm looking forward to that um, well before we close out i'd love to ask you to share a memory from when you were a kid because uh, we love to I love to put my guests on the spot by asking them to share a memory. So what have you got for us today? I have an Advent memory, actually. Oh, perfect.
0: <laughs> um, so when I was very small, my aunt made my brother and I an Advent calendar, and it's made of felt, and it's got sequins, and it hangs on the wall, and it's got little pockets, and each day you pull a little symbol out of the pocket and Velcro it oh, onto, cool. um, onto the felt. It's like a Christmas tree-shaped thing. And my brother and I loved this calendar every year. We had a whole system where, because there's 24 days in Advent and there's only two of us, every other year, one of us got to be the person who put the Santa Claus on, on Christmas Eve. We'd get up in the morning. That was the first thing we would do. Um, And my parents moved out of, oh gosh, probably 12 or 13 years ago, they moved out of the house where... um, I grew up, and they gave me the advent calendar, which is still a little bit of a controversy between my <laughs> brother and my. <laughs> But now my kids do it every year, and they have the same system where they take turns each year who gets to do the Santa Claus, and we hang it up, and it's it's a thing that's been um, a part of my December's for as long as I can remember, and so I love that I get to see it every year, and that my kids get to do it, and
1: that makes awesome. me really happy. That's really cool. And it's the same one that you use. So your kids get to use. That's really special. It helps
0: me remember when I look at it and when I touch it, I actually remember what it felt like to be, you know, seven, eight, nine and waiting for Christmas and just what that anticipation felt like. So it actually helps me each year kind of with that feeling of getting ready.
1: Very cool. And I'm really sorry to your brother that he didn't get it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Sam, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I love you.
1: That's awesome. Well, thanks again so much for being on the show and sharing all of this. I think I'm I'm really excited about all that we're going to learn this year through this season and grow together. We need as families, I think we need this time to stop and reflect and and have a chance to wonder together. So this is really special.
0: Thank you. This was so much fun. I love yeah. getting to talk about things like this.
1: Yeah, and so tell us about your podcast. Where can we find your podcast or listen
0: to that? yes you can find it anywhere you like to listen to podcasts just look for we wonder and um, we've got a nice little purple because purple is the color of advent we've got a nice little purple logo for um the season you can follow us on instagram at we wonder pod and i'll have um symbols for the jesse tree sort of posted each each day there in december so you can kind of see the picture of the story that we'll be talking about
1: oh i love that Very good. Well, thank you so
0: much for sharing. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. And Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy Advent. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wasn't that so encouraging? I am so excited to observe Advent this year, and it just gives us a way to pause a little every day. It builds that anticipation in our hearts and in our minds. I love that she shared not to put pressure on ourselves. We don't have to do it perfectly. Just taking some time before Christmas, anticipating the arrival of Jesus, that's a good thing. And I loved her idea to get some Advent books or calendars or things, just put them around the house as a reminder and also using music. To just prepare your heart and get your mind focused, even if it's just for a little bit during this busy time of year. I love when she was sharing about the Jesse tree. I'm really excited about tuning into her podcast and learning about that. She was talking about how the people in the Old Testament were not always the people that we thought or expected that God would use, but they were all people that were waiting and longing for God. We are all waiting and longing for God. And anyone that puts themselves in his protection, he is so faithful. I love the reminder she gave us that we have the Bible because it's the book God wanted us to have. And we can always learn and come back to it because it never gets old. There's always more there. And I'm really excited to try her Swedish tea ring. She gave me the recipe and that is going to be on my social media. I also encourage you to go check out her podcast. It's called We Wonder And she's on Instagram, and she also has a newsletter, so you can find all the information about that on her social media. She's on Instagram and Twitter at WeWonderPod. Well, now it's time for the kids-only segment. This is a part of the show where you get to be on the podcast. So here is a really fun joke from my friend, Miles. What are Santa's elves' favorite music? I don't know what. Rap. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, rap. That's a good one. I like that. That's a good joke. Thanks, Miles. Well, hey, I'd love to hear your favorite joke or maybe an encouraging quote that you like from a book or a movie. Or if you have a favorite Bible verse you want to share with me, you can find all the information about how to send that to me through my social media. I'm on Facebook at the Collide Kids Podcast or on Instagram at Collide Kids Pod. And what a gift it would be for you to support the podcast. Here's a few ways you can do that. Be sure to subscribe and follow to this podcast so that new episodes will automatically load each week into whatever podcast app you're using and leave a rating and a review. When you do that, it gives shows like mine a boost in the podcast apps, and then more people get to hear about it. And you can always share this episode with friends and family and tell them why you and your family like to listen. Or you can go to my website and click the link that says buy me a coffee. And anytime you think about it, I always appreciate your prayer support as well. Well, I hope that you have a wonderful Advent season. We're already three days in, so get on that calendar. Start looking into some resources and books that you can have just as a way to reflect and pause as the Christmas season goes on. Well, I hope that you have an amazing Advent and Christmas season. And as always, I want to remind you that God loves you so much. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. Looking for help and hope can be a chore and you don't need any more of those. So consider downloading the River mobile app. It's a radio station committed to playing songs that will lift you up and help you out no matter what you're going through. Songs from artists like Lauren Daigle, Zach Williams, and Toby Mack. It's totally free with no subscriptions. Just search 1049 The River in your app store or listen online at riverradio.com.